What's your favorite alcoholic beverage? If you love being in a girl group, this is totally for you. Some people call us overwhelming. Yeah. Love it or leave it, we don't care. No, but we want you here. Well, welcome to, to you. you can sip with us. Can sip with us. I wonder if uh, I'm I'm Colleen. I'm Ashley. I wonder what? if we were to go back to like the first couple of episodes uh-huh. and then like quarter of the way through and then halfway through and listen to our intro and yeah. hear because I feel like each time it maybe has morphed or something a little bit. Oh, like I just wonder over time, what does it become? Well, and I also wonder when we fell into the what it is now. I feel like we fell into that kind of early, but we didn't start probably with the welcome to you kids. I don't know yeah. when that happened, you know? Well, I feel like I used to follow you and now I feel like you follow me. Yeah. Huh. Role reversal. Well, a little role reversal, if you will. So we're doing reversal. a double header tonight. Those of you yes. who listened to last week, we're still here. And hey, in between episodes, left. we did a potty break. So I stand up and I sort of wiped my hand, like just sort of like, I don't know, I, I touched my legs yeah. as I was walking. Okay. <laughs> okay. And I was okay. like, what is this on my ass? Chunk of lollipop stuck to my ass. <laughs> <laughs> this Speaking of. Mom, life, you know. I'll yeah, never, tell me you have like, a toddler without telling me you have a toddler. A chunk of lollipop on my ass. Ben was eating a lollipop today and he does this thing in the dentist. You know, he already has had a chipped tooth and I are oh, right. um anyway, so the dentist is probably mortified listening to this, but now Ben's really into crunching down on him. You know, which is probably a terrible situation for that teeth. Uh anyway, but a chunk of lollipop fell. It's probably how it got stuck to my ass tonight, but then a other portion of it fell like on the chair that we were sitting on and I just ate it. And I thought, I get it, kid. These Wait, at the dentist or at home? No, at home. I just was thinking the dentist oh, is probably... okay. I'm like, it just fell on the public chair in the waiting room. <laughs> You're just... <laughs> <laughs> the reason I'm okay. bringing up the dentist is because someone at the dentist that we go to who's wonderful listens to the podcast. So I'm thinking like, oh. ah, cover your ears. You oh. know, Ben's crunching into lollipops oh, over oh, here. Oh, oh, but oh, He crunched into a lollipop. Chunk of it fell off. Apparently multiple chunks. Yeah. Because of where I'm at now. And I took a chunk and I ate it. Yes. And it was delicious. Yeah. Yeah. Good good choice to eat it then. Well, yeah, and I'm just thinking I'm I've been missing out. You know. This whole time. Kids he's on to something. Yeah. He's cluing you in. Uh are you sipping anything? No. I mean no. Still not still nothing. nothing. I yeah. uh, made myself a little tea. Oh nice. Cute little what does your mug, mug say? Actually, I can. I do have a Topo Chico. Like, I've been on a little Topo Chico. Yeah, you've been on a Topo Chico kick. Mm-hmm. You really have. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So I have some, okay, I have some um, riddles. What are these called? Get the gears turned. Riddles, I think. If you're listening to this in the morning, this is perfect. You know? Yeah, it's like get, a cup get of the coffee old and a noggin riddle. Uh, working, you know? Get the juice okay. is What can you find in the middle of March and April? but not at the beginning or end. Okay, here's the problem. I added this to the, our my thing probably six months ago. Okay. And I did not write the answer to this riddle. So you and I are stumped together. What can you find in the middle of <laughs> March so and April, <laughs> but not at the beginning or... Oh, I remember. I remember. What can you find in the middle of March and April, but not at the beginning or end? I remember. Hold on. An R. You got it. You got it. What do you break before you use it? What do you break before you use it? Uh, um, uh, open up a bottle. A lid. Pop. Uh, it's a good idea. Good concept. Okay. But it's an egg. Ah. Yeah. You know? Da 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 da. da, da. Okay, yeah. name three consecutive days without saying any days of the week. Three consecutive days without any days of the week. 
the weekend? Well, that would be one. So it's like then, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But then oh, well, like, would, those would be days of the week. Okay, I don't give up. Huh? You give up? You Yesterday, to today, and tomorrow. Oh, damn it. I know. God damn it. Okay, suck. Should we keep going? Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. What can you break even if you never pick it up or touch it? This one's hard, actually. Hearts. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's, that's a good answer. The answer here is a promise, but that the heart's oh, a good one. Yeah. Maybe, you know, yeah, I think it's a good one. Okay. Philosophical. <clears throat> I'm tall when I'm young and I'm short when I'm old. What am I? A candle. <gasps> yes! Have you heard that before? No. Oh, no. golly. Just makes sense. Wow. Let's, I got to end there. I got to go out on a high note. Wow. You nailed it. <laughs> you nailed it. Yeah. Um, all right, hey. guys. So merch is... St- what? Were you going to say something? Well, I was going to talk about the fundraiser, but go ahead and... Um, merch is still going strong. Get in there. Get your get your swag. You know, rock the pot on your bod. Um, that's Stuff's all. getting restocked constantly. Yeah, we're working on it. Constantly, it's a nonstop <laughs> restock fest. No, it here. kind of is actually. You know, things are selling out every day, and then we restock. Yes. That's how it works. Well, and the reason, like, don't wait. The reason that we did, I think we talked about this, that we launched it so early is because our the person we work with, Brittany, said like it is a like global or at least U.S shortage in all kinds of fabrics. And so we wanted to get ahead of that. And also some things might have longer lead times or whatever. So, you know, don't snooze. I'm going to do a riddle for you. Oh, Mm -hmm. let's turn the tables. Okay. My how the turn tables. What has a ring, but no finger? A phone. Yeah. Good one. That was really good. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) Okay. What is in bed but never sleeps? What? Well, like a sh- like sheets or a pillow? A river. A riverbed? Oh, a riverbed. Yep. What has legs but doesn't walk? Doesn't. Wine, wine in a glass. That's you a know. great answer, but it's a table. Oh, well, that's a good one too. And chair. What has 13 hearts but no organs? A deck of cards. Yes. <laughs> do you want more? Or do you want to go out on yeah. a high note? No, I'm good. Hit, hit me with another one. I mean, I'm I'm go- I'm going up. Hold on. I'm on like Google. I'm on Google things and I think it's taken me it's taken me out of riddles. Alley. Yeah. Like, literally, it's like, okay, let me read the transition of this. It's like, okay, okay, what has arms and legs but no face? This is hard. It's a clock. Oh. So then it's like... Legs? I wouldn't ever... I don't think call that's accurate. Clock like I don't know. So then it's like, what is a bank with no money? A building. And then it's like, how do I open what? a Chase account without money? <laughs> It like keeps, and then it's like, what cups don't hold water? How does a dog cross a river without getting wet? This is like gotten strange oh, wow. out of riddles. Wow. <laughs> Are those Quentin Tarantino's riddles? <laughs> have a face and two hands, but I have no arms or legs. Six plus seven is one. What am I? What the hell? That was all Another. one clue. Yeah. All of that was one clue. Oh, that was one thing. Okay. <laughs> what was the answer to that? It's a clock again. It was like clocks and banks were like Google's in rivers. We're like six Google's. plus seven equals. I don't know. We that's stupid. Wherever you were, Google things got Google things rocked you. <laughs> really weird. rocked you. Okay, but you're gonna talk about the fundraiser. Yeah. So we're gonna keep driving this, you guys, on Instagram. You can sip with us at You Can Sip With Us. We are um, coming together as a group to support um, a wonderful women Afghan refugees. Um, We've already raised $500 because Colleen and I are each going to put in $250. Yeah. yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. 
I just do gonna, that at our lives. We're going to raise a billion more. Yeah. And you got to do it. You just got to yeah. well, do I it. Well, I thought we should tell them that we've raised something since this technically is a week later, even though we are recording this like 30 minutes after we yeah. first launched it. It's been a but smash. But I figure you and I are going to contribute. So like, you know, we've it's, raised it's 500 already. It's been a already. smash hit. <laughs> Smashing it. You wouldn't believe it. We've raised $500 in 30 minutes. Just money's rolling in. Cha-ching. Yours. Cha-ching. Cha-ching. All right. Ding, 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 ding. When you need a doctor, you need a doctor now. Not in a few days, not in a few weeks, and definitely not in a few months. If you need to see a doctor ASAP, we've got a solution for you. Download the free ZocDoc app, the easiest way to find a great doctor and instantly book an appointment. With ZocDoc, you can search for local doctors who take your insurance, read verified patient reviews, and book an appointment in person or video chat. Never wait on hold with a receptionist again. Whether you need a primary care physician, dentist, dermatologist, psychiatrist, eye doctor, or other specialist, ZocDoc has you covered. Go to ZocDoc.com SIP and download the ZocDoc app to sign up for free. Every month, millions of people use ZocDoc. We're two of them, Ash and I. It's our go-to whenever I need to see a doctor. You guys know how much I love reviews. Like for anything that I buy, I want to know, is this worth my time, my money? Let's be honest. Ratings matter a lot. And so I love that with ZocDoc, through the app, I can easily compare doctors by their ratings and read reviews from real patients. So I can book highly rated local doctors. ZocDoc makes healthcare easy. Now is the time to prioritize your health. Go to ZocDoc.com slash SIP and download the ZocDoc app to sign up for free and book a top-rated doctor. Many are available as soon as today. That's ZocDoc, Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash SIP. Ding, 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 ding. Man, have we got a segment for you. Actually, Man, do we? Man, does does Ashley listen I up? Do. Yeah, Kay. we have all had situations oh, where hit <laughs> <laughs> it. You know what? No, I, I was going to kick off your segment for you. No, you should kick off my segment because I'm about to talk for thirty minutes or whatever. So thirty I hope not minutes? No, I hope not. I hope not. But I don't know. I just wrote pages of notes, and I haven't rehearsed this. I got this, and I got some notes on my computer. So I don't know. Maybe twenty. You got you got fifteen, shorty. <laughs> 15. 30 minutes okay, is a well, long time. Let's not forget time. this is you can sip with Ashley. Ashley. Okay? Let's not forget <laughs> this is my show. 15 minutes maximum. All right. I think I can do it. I think I can do it. All right. So what we're talking about is what no one talks about, but we need to talk about, which is what do you do with awkward family situations around the holidays? Let's gather, but maybe it's like, I don't like someone or maybe it's like, or this family member doesn't like this family member or this person Mm -hmm. thinks this and this person thinks that, Mm -hmm. you know, what do you do? Yeah. What do you do? And still have fun. Yeah. Ash. Okay. So... I've got like a four-step plan. Now, Nice. I told Call, I was like, oh, I'd like to teach a segment today. And she's like, maybe something around the holidays. So I sort of like finessed it to be around the holidays because we are going to be around family. But this is also just like, how do you handle difficult people in your life or family? So whether you're going to be around them the holidays or not, I think this is applicable. Um, And it's very life coachy because that's what I do. Um... Okay, so I've got a couple step plan. Uh, so let's take say, it or leave it. Take it or leave it. Uh, what's what do we say in our intro? Like, um, we don't care, but we want you here. We want you here. Yeah, take love it or leave it or something. Some people call us obnoxious. I don't know what we said. Any anyway, uh, insert that here. So I'm going to give you an example based on my mom. I think a few people have here probably have heard that I don't have a relationship with my mom right now. I cut her out of my life about six years ago, tried to reopen that door unsuccessfully. And now it's been three years um, since I have had any sort of contact with her. But I've also had clients and many people come to me saying, how did you do this? How do you handle it? What do I do? Right. And so I'm going to walk you through sort of my process because where I was 
when I cut her out of my life. Uh, if I was the person I am today, I don't think I would have cut her out of my life. Um, but I was not the person. And so what I did when I cut her out was like, I have to do this, right? I was so angry. I had so much fire in my chest when I would think about her. It was the only thing I felt like I was a positive person, had a lot going on that was, you know, going well for me. And yeah, I would think about her and have so much anger and resentment and frustration. It, I mean, it really felt like hot and fiery in my chest. And so these are sort of the steps that I took where now I think of her truly with love and compassion. And, um, so step number one, you got to stop being the victim. So what I, what I did when I made this decision years ago was like, she's a psychopath. I cannot have her in my life. Like, and then I would tell people that love me stories about what she had done and people that love me agree. Yeah, no, that, Ooh, that would be tough. Right. That's hard. So I had all this agreement. Yes. It was difficult. And all that did was continue to fuel my fire of, I, I have been wronged. She should be different, right? I have to cut her out. And I remember my sisters like talking to them about it and they would be like, I don't understand how you can just cut mom out like that. And I would be like, I don't understand how you can have her in your life, right? Like it felt very, I had to do this. That is a very disempowering thought it is coming from a victim mentality. Like I have no choice. I have to do this. Look at what this person has done, whether it's your mom, dad, in-law, whoever, right? I, and this is not just if you're cutting someone out, but this is if you're like, I can't stand my sister-in-law and anyone that I tell the story to agrees with me, or this person always leaves me out. And everyone that I tell about that agrees with me, or this person's a know-it-all, right? So it's not just about cutting someone out. It's any of those big feelings where you are giving your emotional well-being over to someone else. It's what we call in life coaching, um, emotional childhood instead of emotional maturity. When Because as a kid, like it, it makes sense. They, don't, they can't co-regulate. So they do feel like other people make them feel a certain way or that, you know, when you say, mommy, you made mommy sad, right? That's a thing that we tell kids. But when we continue that in adulthood, it takes you back to childhood maturity level. And so I think step number one has got to be understanding that you have a choice here, right? Your brain wants to give credit to certain people, places, or things. Like I, I have said, my mom is a psychopath, right? Um, but it is not my mom that was ever the problem. Never once. She has never once been the problem. It was my thoughts about it. And this is true in every instance, every single time. Our thoughts always create our feelings. There are no exceptions to this rule. And so this means that your mom can't hurt your feelings, but rather that you can feel hurt when you choose to have a negative thought about what she said, right? So taking responsibility for your own emotions and then allowing other adults to experience theirs is emotional maturity. And by that, I mean, like when I cut my mom out of my life, she was not happy about that, right? So when you make decisions for yourself, they're going to have a, they're going to have feelings about that. They're going to have opinions about that. And that's okay, right? Like if you have boundaries in your family or whatever that aren't really working with you and your family now, it's okay to say that doesn't work for me anymore and for your mom to be upset about that, right? Like one of the things maybe you always do Christmas morning with with your mom or something, right? And now you've got your own family and your in-laws want to have you and your mom's upset about that. She's entitled to that it's totally okay. It doesn't mean like she's doing anything wrong and she should be any different, right? So, okay. I was very long um, for step number one, but it's really, really important. Like you will not make any headway on any of this if you don't first take responsibility for your own emotions. You are not feeling anything because of anything anyone else is doing. It is because of a thought you're thinking about it. So number two, um, coming from them are coming to them really trying hard from a place of compassion. Um, and maybe you can't get to compassion yet, but trying to understand where they're coming from. 
because what happens a lot is we say like, I wish my mom were different. And, I, and I'd be totally fine. If she just got the help she needed, I'd be fine to be around her, right? Um, but that's not coming at her with love. And it's also not doing anything for me. It's only continuing to make me a victim of however she is, right? So what was really helpful for me was to take my brain to a place of, what if she shouldn't be different? Like, what if she is the way she is and, you know, your dad's the way he is and your sister and da, da, da. everyone is the way they are because that is how they learned how to be. That, that everybody, I do believe everyone's doing their best. It doesn't mean that their best is what our standard of best is, right? But it is a much more helpful thought for me to think my mom is doing her best with however she was raised, then my mom should be different. So some examples. Okay. So maybe you have a know-it-all in your family and that's very annoying, right? You don't want to be at the Thanksgiving dinner table with someone who constantly interjects with their opinion. So you're frustrated with them. What if you tried to see where they were coming from and maybe they learned that growing up, that vulnerability or not knowing the answer to something was a sign of weakness. And so they've learned that if I show I don't know something or if they're constantly correcting little things that don't need to be corrected, that is a coping mechanism for them, right? And so having compassion might look like, man, that must be hard to feel like you constantly have to defend yourself or constantly um, you know, have your guard up so that people don't think maybe you don't know what's going on, right? Okay, so that's an example. Maybe someone always plays the victim in your family. So where are they coming from? Perhaps growing up, they didn't get the attention that they wanted, right? Kids just really crave attention and connection. And maybe for the best of reasons, their parents could have been working multiple jobs trying to make ends meet, and they just didn't have time for the child. And the child just wants to play. So they had to act out more. They had to somehow get that attention, right? And they realized like, if I act a certain way, I get rewarded with attention. And then at some point, right, this is something that we develop very young. And then our brain goes to work for years and years and years, showing us evidence that that is true. So you continue to act like that and people have reactions and it's just an unconscious way that people act, right? Maybe someone is really rude at your dinner table, um, or in your family. And perhaps they came from, they learned to be defensive to potentially um, avoid being rejected. So they reject other people because if I am rude to other people and I don't like them, then they don't, I don't give them a chance to not like me, right? It's like a protective thing. And so it's really helpful when you're trying to shift that thought to see where they're coming from, maybe asking yourself like, what might I be missing? Or another way to ask it is, what else could be true, right? So I'm saying my mom is a psychopath. What could I be missing? What else could be true, right? Because if I say my mom is a psychopath and I tell people stories, people, I mean, they're kind about it, but people would agree with me. But that doesn't, it doesn't help anything. And it's still just an opinion. It's just a thought, right? And I don't have to feel that way. So I think doing as much as you can to do the work, of um, trying to really see where they're coming from. And then the third step there is thinking of a better thought. And then remembering when you get annoyed that this isn't about you. So for me, my thought for so long really was my mom should have protected us. I think that was like my main thought why I had so much anger was she should have protected us. Moms should protect their kids, right? And after lots of coaching and doing some of these other things first, um, I realized that's a choice. I am thinking, I'm thinking my mom should have protected us, but where might she be coming from? And that is how I got to the thought that she was doing her best. I absolutely do believe my mom was doing her best. And the cool thing about this is even if she wasn't, even if she was operating as if I want to fuck up my kids' lives, it doesn't feel good for me to believe that. And I'm the one that's dealing with the repercussions of my thinking. So I want to choose a thought that feels better. And it feels way better and more peaceful and loving if I believe my mom was doing her best. So again, even if it's not true, I'm looking to maintain my peace. Because the other thing that was really hard was when I, I was afraid of like forgiving my mom or just allowing her to act however she was acting because I thought that meant I wasn't holding her accountable. 
And what I realized is, I mean, I cut my mom out of my life. And so by me holding her accountable and not forgiving her, she wasn't affected by that at all. Every time I thought of her and I had the fire in my chest and I got so angry and pissed off and every Mother's Day when I cried because I didn't have a different mom, that was only hurting me. It's only hurting me. And so for me saying, well, I can't forgive her because then it's just excusing her actions. It's the same thing. I think there, you know, politics right now is very polarizing and a lot on both sides, people think they're very right. And I, if you've been around the podcast, you guys have heard me. I felt very, very right. But what is me feeling like I'm right and everybody, all these other people that believe differently are wrong? That's not affecting them at all. It's not holding them accountable to anything. I don't have to agree with what they're doing to give myself the peace, right? Like I recognize it is my thought. So even if it's not true, I get to choose a different thought. And even if it means I'm you know, giving them a pass, it's fine because it, giving them a pass or holding them accountable doesn't affect the other person. It's what's going on in your body. And I've just decided my piece is more important. My piece is always going to be more important. So that's step three. You can think a better thought. And then as those thoughts come in, when you're around the dinner table, like, oh, here he goes again. So annoying, right? When you remember or when, the, when those things happen, you remember this has nothing to do with him, right? Here he goes again. How about here my brain goes again? Here my brain goes again. Okay. Now I'm not saying that you do all of this work and then change your thoughts and you like them or you're happy to be around them or anything. I'm not saying that. I am saying they are never the problem. They never were the problem. It is your thoughts that you're thinking about them. And you get to decide whether you want to have those thoughts or not. I have decided I don't want to have those thoughts about my mom because those don't feel good, but I also have that boundary still in place. I still don't, I have not opened the door. And mom, if you're listening to this, because I think she does or used to listen to the podcast, um, this is, I'm, all of these examples I'm giving are from a while ago and I really do love you now. And I have thought about opening that door again because I know you were doing your best and you were exactly who you were supposed to be. You were the exact mom I needed and I'm grateful for you. But that is step five. So I'll get to that in a minute. Okay. Um, so you can set a boundary, but have it from a place of compassion and love, even from your for yourself, right? Not like if you do this, I can't have you in my life. It's like, no, if you do this, I don't, I, I'm not going to allow you, right? If this happens, then here is the repercussion. And you don't do it as a way to manipulate their behavior. You don't say like, if you do this, I'm not going to talk to you. And then you continue talking to them or something. Um, the goal is not to change them at all. We can't change them. And also they were never the problem. It is not, there's nothing wrong with them, right? And if you believe that, you will have so much more peace. So what you actually want to do is do it from a place of, love and respect for yourself. Don't set a boundary to control their behavior. Set it to honor you, right? They're not going to change. They don't need to. You get to see how they love and then decide if you want to participate. Now, there are, of course, circumstances where like maybe it's your in-laws and there's someone that you don't um, like to be around or whatever. You don't have to do all of the work then to like set that boundary because whatever, but you can do the mental work of there is nothing wrong with the way that they are speaking to me, right? If they're going to be rude to me, they must really be hurting. Again, even if it's not true, what is a thought that can make you feel better and have more compassion towards that person just because your peace is more important? Okay. I even think like, like you talk about like, okay, I'm going to change my thoughts about this, but I'm also going to have a boundary. Like mm -hmm. if you can anticipate I've got Uncle Joe who's going to come in and be divisive about politics, maybe in the invite you set boundaries in advance of like no politics Thanksgiving or like something like that where it's like, you know, because it's not <clears> – I'm just thinking of like you can – forgive and not forgive, but uh, benefit of the doubt. And like, what if there's another or, you know, like giving people compassion, but yeah. also there might be healthy boundary options too, just to like help kind of preserve your own peace. You know? Yes. So the only thing about that is I will say if you do something like that, it will be pretty hard in that Thanksgiving when Joe, because Joe is Joe. Uncle Joe is who jo Uncle Joe is, right? So if he then brings up politics, are you going to stop dinner and say, I'm going to ask you to leave? That's not really Maybe then. Maybe not, but you boundaries. could like at least have a reference point of like, hey, 
We said this was a no well, politics. Or maybe you say say to him like a joke or something like, "Okay, I don't want politics at the table, and if you continue to talk politics about things, then I'm not going to continue to invite you to Thanksgiving." Like, so there. I mean, because otherwise, it's not really a boundary. If you're like, I just prefer you not to talk about this, then you're still like giving your power away, right? Then you still don't have power because Joe's going to do what Joe does. Yeah. And then you get to decide what you want to do about that. Maybe he doesn't get an invite to the future. Or if you are someone who doesn't want to not invite someone to, you know, whatever Thanksgiving, then it becomes on you to fix your thoughts about it. Joe does that. He's going to do it. I don't have to engage. I love it. Whatever. Right. So I think having a boundary is important, but they only work if you're willing to uphold it. Right. So don't give a threat like, no, and you didn't say that, but I don't want people to give a threat. Like there'll be no talking about politics because then what are you going to do if someone talks? I was thinking more of like new baby sign that says, wash your hands. Like more like a, but in that case, you're someone comes into your house. You're going to be like, Oh, can you wash your hands first? Right. Like you would uphold yeah. that. Ba- You're not going to give someone your kid without washing. Yeah. Right. I was thinking so that- more of like a lighthearted boundary that you could then like reference. Like yes. everyone's coming in with the understanding of like, we're having a fun night. No yeah. politics. But what happened? Like if someone comes in and doesn't wash their hands, what do you do? Say, hey, gotta wash yeah. your hands. So same thing with the, be- with the politics, right? Like, hey, we agreed no politics. Uh-huh. Make and then if he's like, I don't care. I'm going to walk. Right. You got to go. Like, okay. Perfect. No dinner for you. Right. So there, that is it, yeah. right? Then you like follow through Uncle Joe. with it. In the Come same on. way that, I think it's a great reference to the washing your, because if someone's like, well, I refuse to wash my hands. I have to, I'm going to just hold your baby. Then you're like, no, you're not. You can no, leave this my is house. a ground rule. I'm the host. Right. Exactly. I call the shots. Yeah. You knew oh, the shots. Oh, and if you're Coming not in. the host and you go to someone, like maybe Joe's hosting Thanksgiving, then you can leave. That's right? exactly like you can. Right. Yes. Yeah. So great call. Call. Um. Okay. Uh, let me see where I was. Okay. Step five. Now this one is, this one took me the longest to get to, but I truly like this freed me. If you guys only knew how I really had felt about my mom for years and how I feel now, like my insides look completely different. If they were color, it would be black and white. Um, so this one took me some time. If you have someone in your life that is really extra challenging, step five is to feel love for them and explore gratitude. Hmm. So I spent a lot of time thinking, I wish my mom were different. I, you know, like, I don't know. I just really bought with reality. And instead now I've, I, I do believe she did her best. And then I, you know, I'm like, what am I grateful to her for? And I always felt loved when I was a kid. Like she was a wonderful mother when we were young. Um, she worked really freaking hard. She taught me to use my voice, that it was okay to use my voice, that being a powerful female is not a bad thing. She showed me, you know, that it's really important to have fun and laugh and not take life too seriously. And even now, I think the gift keeps, like, I know it was not an accident that this mom, that I was wishing I had a different mom for so long. I, it is not an accident that she was my mom because even now I am learning a huge lesson, which is I am in control no matter what I like, I am not a victim. I don't have to feel anything no matter what anyone does to me. I get to decide how I want to feel. And sometimes I want to feel shitty, right? Like if someone murdered my kid, I would feel fucking pissed. Of course, I'm not going to be like, let's be rosy about it. Right. I get to, but the point is they didn't make me feel pissed. I'm deciding. I am all, I always want to be making choices from an empowered place, from an intentional place. Never a disempowered, you're making me feel this. If you would change, I'd feel differently. No, you only feel differently if you think differently. That's it. So if they change, you think, oh, I like them better now, or they're easier to be around. That's a thought that makes you feel differently. 100% of the time, no exceptions. It is always our thought. You were not given this person in your family by accident. It did not happen to you. It is happening for you. And some of them, you know, if it is just like great aunt Linda or whatever, it's, you know, you see once a year or whatever, maybe it's not that big of a deal, but there's still a lesson in it. For some of us, it's people that are closer to home. And I think as quickly as you can, 
and authentically get to a place of love and compassion and have gratitude for what that person has brought into your life. Like you can love them and not like them, right? Like I can have love and feel love and not like them. And the reason I haven't opened the door with my mom yet is because I don't know if I'm strong enough. Like if she comes in, my brain is going to offer me all these thoughts like this is annoying and that's frustrating. Da, 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 da. And I don't know if I'm ready to manage my mind yet, but I have love and compassion when I think about her and I miss her. And I've, I'm entertaining the idea of having her in my life again, knowing she is exactly who she is supposed to be. And I get to decide how I want to feel about it. So Uh, I think that's it. Ding, 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 ding. You guys know how amped I get every single time I get to talk about HelloFresh, my favorite meal kit that I am a raving customer of. With HelloFresh, you get free pre-pour... Fresh, not free. That is for free folks. But with HelloFresh, you get fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip the trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. The holidays can be hectic, but with HelloFresh, it keeps things simple with recipes and ingredients that cut out grocery shopping and limit meal prep time so you can spend more of the festive season with family and friends. They're making the holidays easier. Your weekly delivery is made to help you cut back on meal prep and cleanup, and their limited edition holiday boxes deliver everything you need to cook up a family feast no planning necessary, and you just can't beat the value. Even at full price, it's over 30% cheaper than grocery stores. And with this holiday deal, it's time to try for even less. As I'm reading this ad right now, Chris is downstairs whipping us up some lunch with the HelloFresh. It's so nice because everything is pre-portioned. It's exactly what we need. The instructions are easy to follow. And it's going to be guaranteed slam dunk every time. Delicious. He's cooking up some spicy meatballs. My mouth is literally watering talking about them. Guys, go to HelloFresh.com slash SIP14 and use code SIP14 for up to 14 free meals and three free gifts. That's HelloFresh.com slash SIP14. Use our code SIP14 for up to 14 free meals and three free gifts. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Ding, 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 ding. Time for some faves. Do you want me to go? Faves, baby. Yeah, you go. Okay. So I knew you were going to be talking about the holidays and I've been thinking about Thanksgiving. So I made, I went into our Amazon, um, store, which you can get to via sipsquadpod.com slash shop. You can get to all of our Amazon faves. And I wanted, I linked a bunch of stuff for a Thanksgiving table setting. Ooh, love that. And this is kind of, I, I'm going to be a one trick pony because I talked about um, on the pod, what was it, two years ago already? Uh, what I was like, I was really enjoying my Thanksgiving table decor because I it like struck a balance of like I thought festive and kind of sparkly but still Thanksgivingy. Mm-hmm. And so I tried to find things similar to what has become my little like and I'll probably do some spins on it like throughout like the month as I like look at it and add things to it. But these are like the basics. Okay. So let me preface this by saying what we use for like plates and dishware is um, china that was passed down from my um, grandma and grandpa, oh and it gosh. is beautiful bone china, and it's it's white, and then the um, outside of all the cups and all the plates and all of the saucers is emerald green, and then there's on the very end gold um, around like the. Mm-hmm the whole circle of the plate, the circle of the cups. And so it's like emerald green and gold. And so think about your plates, like whatever your plates that are that you're going to be using, you want colors that tie in with that. Like white is obviously a great, like white or black or like gray are probably pretty easy to work with. I'm not like a burlap type person. Yeah. I just, it's not me, but I like it as a base for my Thanksgiving table situation. So I do have a burlap runner, which I linked. And then you need some um, like garland type foliage, right? Around. And I found this, 
It's $49, but if you like buy something good, you can use it over and over and over. I found this garland on Amazon that is um, rated pretty high. It's a gold glitter finish garland. Mm. And I feel like it would look... So my um, garland that I have is like um, more of like uh, woodsy colors. And then I do like gold and lots of metallics and a lot of votives. Okay. Mm. Yeah. And I also linked another one that's only $18 that's more of like fall leaves and foliage. But you want to try and find like something to put on top of the burlap for like dimension, right? Um, I also linked these. It's $24 and you get a set of 12. And I use all 12 on the table. I have a bigger table though. They're two-inch round speckled mercury glass votives. So like a really pretty like accent color, right? And then I buy, um, I linked these two. You can do um, uh, battery powered or whatever tea lights so that every night you can just, they have like a little, um, you want one that has a remote, right? Oh, You just uh turn them on each night if you want like a little something, but uh, you definitely want a bunch of candles for that like welcoming kind of warm vibe. I also did, I think uh, white pumpkins look really nice with like gold and glitter. And so for 22 bucks, these are the exact pumpkins that I have. You get 16 pieces of white pumpkins, which still feel very Thanksgiving. Yeah. But the white kind of feels like festive Christmas, you know? Mm-hmm. And then for like All a centerpiece, it's a nice little. Yeah, for the centerpiece, people always compliment me on these. I got them at Costco, but I found something similar on Amazon. They're um, larger, like glass, mercury glass pumpkins that are gold. So you kind of have like more of a centerpiece, and then you can like build out from there. And then you kind of like tuck the candles throughout the foliage, right? So you've got your. Your votives, your candles, your garland, and then your kind of main centerpiece thing. Um, okay. I also linked some basic like ivory cloth napkins. Just keep the napkins simple, but then some gold napkin rings to like place on the plates, right? Um, and then lastly, I saw this on Ted Lasso and I thought it was so funny. So they were doing like, I can't remember, maybe it was Christmas or something, but they did a, and I'm going to totally do this as a Thanksgiving tradition and maybe even Christmas one too. Everyone wore crowns. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that episode no. of Ted Lasso? No, I didn't it? watch it. So they like are all gathering for some like holiday dinner and everyone had to wear a crown and I'm totally going to make Thanksgiving and Christmas dinners. You got to wear crowns if you're coming over to my house. Yeah. So I linked a bunch of just like paper crowns, but I might spend a little more and just have a collection of like fake, but like cool crowns that everyone can pick one out and then they wear that for the night. You know, it's a special dinner. We're Mm -hmm. at a banquet. Kings and queens, we're going to feast. Big deal. deal. So anyway, just some ideas um, if you're looking to kind of spice up or change up your Thanksgiving decor. Um, But it's kind of like an easy go-to slam dunk. Yeah. Oh, um, the last thing, yeah. a go-to side, Chrissy Teigen's jalapeno corn pudding. I've talked about it here before. It's like an awesome, if you're a guest going somewhere else mm. or like just want like a cool kind of different side that no one else will make, that's a slam dunk. Even for people who don't like spicy, it's just super flavorful. Oh, it's not super spicy? Mm-mm. Just like ha- like jalapeno flavor, but not like yeah. hot, okay. you know? Yeah. I mean, I there's nothing Chrissy makes so far that is not a slam dunk yeah so um that reminded me uh the thing about the crowns that is something that my mom would have done and I'm feeling bad that I I feel like I really aired some shit about her and in case she is listening or anyone she knows listening um 
she really did create like magical experiences when I was little. And I think she is a wonderful person. And mom, I do love you. And I'm, I feel bad, but like that was my brain, you know, and I just wanted to take you guys through that journey. But that crown thing reminded me because she would always come up with like ways to make things extra special. Kind of fun. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So I am working on, like I said, uh, I think last week, um, on childhood trauma. And trauma can look like all kinds of things, but I have this belief that if I'm not somebody's favorite, that I am a waste of space. And this is something that has happened multiple times in my life where I feel um, left out. And if like I'm overlooked or something, my brain goes to a very sad, awful place. And someone recommended this book to me called It Didn't Start With You. Mm. Um, it didn't start with you by Mark Wallen, how inherited family trauma shapes who we are and how to end the cycle. And I just started reading it a couple days ago and I was worried it was going to be like sciencey and hard for me to follow and keep up with, but I actually really like his writing style and I'm really excited to dig into it. So I'm still at the beginning of it, but Um, we all have childhood trauma. It doesn't have to be like abuse or whatever, but like we learned things when we were very little, saw things that shaped who we are. And if you don't like the way that it's still showing up in your life, this might be uh, a book for you. So that is the best thing I read. Um, Mac has been sick recently and he just got sick again. He has a fever again today. We don't know what the heck. Feel bad for the little guy. But I don't know if I've talked about this on here. We always try to do ibuprofen, but when they have a fever, they don't really want to be eating anything. And I also don't like rev when we've given her ibuprofen on an empty stomach when she had a fever. She threw up. Ibuprofen can be a little hard on the stomach. So we found these things. Did I talk about these? Feverall? suppositories. uh -uh. So they're these little tiny, you can get them at anywhere on Amazon or whatever, these little tiny suppositories and kids obviously don't like them, but when they won't take anything, if you can't get medicine down them, it's pretty small and it's almost like coconut oil where it starts melting pretty quick. Um, you know, once it comes in contact with your skin, but you just put it up there and obviously they don't like that, but then you know that they got the medicine in. Mm-hmm. So that has been a saving grace for us. It's not our first. We always try to do the medicine first, but um, it's called fever all. So I just think I was so grateful we had some on hand because it was the middle of the night the other night when Mac would not have any medicine and he needed some. So we used one of those. And then um, the best thing that I sipped. So I found this company called Farmer's Juice and... Um, it actually came in my inbox because Dave Asprey, I was on his mailing list and he recommended it. And Dave Asprey is the biohacking guy. He came up with, uh, what is it called? Bulletproof coffee. So hmm. he talks about how juices, you know, juice sometimes get a bad rap that like they remove all the fiber and it's not that great for you. And it's mostly sugar because of the fruit and da, da, da. But this farmer's juice has a box. They, they stay good for 30 days. They ship to you super affordable. You can sign up on a subscription thing. I think I get maybe 16 juices a month and then like 16 or 12 of their little like gut shots or immunity boost things or whatever. So it's called farmer's juice. And, um, that it's, it's good. It's, you know, whatever. If you like juice, sometimes I don't keep veggies that often. And I don't think this necessarily replaces like eating a salad, but mm-hmm. I'll have a green juice. Then I'm like, okay, I got some nutrients there. Nice. Um, and okay. And then the best thing I heard again, it's another thing I haven't listened to, but I was talking about something. I don't know when on stories, I guess. And it is called the Barefoot Investor for Families. So apparently this thing is like going wild in Australia, but it is how to teach your kids about money, basically. I must have been talking about how like, why did we never learn about investing or taxes or like anything about money really growing up, but they teach us freaking calculus. Why do we need to know these things? Right. And so then this person came and said, oh, you got to read the Barefoot Investor Investor for Families. It's all the rage in Australia and it talks 
about how to talk to your kids. So I'm, I've downloaded it. I'm going to listen to it. I got it on Audible. He's Australian. So I'm hoping that there's an Australian accent that I get to listen to. Um, it's by Scott Pape. So you can check that out. And cool. those are my faves. Ding, 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 ding. Nothing says fall like soft, plush merino wool. For the third year in a row, Rothy's is launching an exclusive autumn collection featuring washable merino wool styles. They're incredibly comfortable, cozy, and 100% machine washable. Plus, they come in a variety of colors, patterns, and styles. You guys know how much Ashley and I love Rothy's everything about them, all of their products, we have never been let down. I love that their shoes are all so freaking comfortable. I wear them all the time. And when I wear them just a little too much and there's a little funk, time to give them a wash. You, They're all machine washable. I washed mine the other week. They look as good as new again. And good news for any guys listening, Chris, cover your ears. This is on my shopping list for you. Rothy's shoes aren't just for women anymore. That's right. Rothy's now sells men's sneakers and men's driving loafers. Pop Sugar named Rothy's one of the most comfortable and cute flats you'll never tire of wearing. It's no wonder their best-selling shoe, the Point in Black, has over 5,000 near-perfect reviews. To help you welcome fall season in style, Rothy's is doing something special. That's right. They gave us the chance to share this super rare opportunity. You guys, this is really very super rare with our listeners for a limited time. Right now, you can get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash sip. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash sip. Head to rothys.com slash sip to find your new favorites today. Time to rant and rave. Okay. I feel like we've had to, like, in the vault of rants of, I mean, how many rants have we done? Oh. Thousands? Yeah. I don't know. A lot. <laughs> a lot. A thousand? Yeah. Um, we've had to have, like, ranted about asshole drivers before. But, like, oh. the other day, right, I um pull up to a four-way stop situation where it's like you come up and you've got to know who who you got to know the yeah. order. Right. You know cuz there's no stop light, it's stop sign. Yes. So Right. I pull up and you quickly take inventory. It's not that hard. You know, right. okay, that guy was there before me, that guy showed up after, that guy showed up after me. Yeah. So I pull up person to my left. Right? Yeah. They go Okay. And they're going straight and I'm taking a right. Okay. Okay. So they go, person to my left. Next, it's my turn. Mm-hmm. You know who's person that is not their turn? The next, per- you know, the person who just went? Person comes up from behind them. The left, on the left? Yes. It was a last in, first out. This <gasps> asshole thought that they could show up. What? Yes. So I go to take a right and I hear a horn. I hear (gasps) a horn. They honk at me. So I go to take a right and I'm like, I got Ben in the car and this guy, this person comes up and they lay on their horn and I just stop and then they bolt around me. They bolt around me and then they're tailgating the person in front of me. And I'm like, oh, wow. Whoa. And I'm thinking, okay, the hospital is not too far from where I live. Maybe there's something major going on. I'm like trying to reserve, you know, my mm-hmm. thing. And mm-hmm. it's like people who go so fast. And then I see them slow down, you know, turn on their turn signal and they're just pulling into a house. And maybe there was something wrong with someone. I'm like, now trying to be compassionate and benefit the doubt after hearing your segment. But there's <laughs> more times than not people who just think they rule the road. Yeah. This mode that people yeah. go into tailgaters aggressive drivers like people who are just out of principle breaking the rules like i'm okay with going fast i actually prefer people go over the speed limit a little bit than way under but like there's just things you don't do no and you do people who are declaring war with every move they make and people who tailgate it gives me so much anxiety yeah i so you so it's a, a shocker that we are still friends because I used to be a queen tailgate. Yeah. Remember I remember. That? I remember. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. My sister you, still is. 
My dad, I think we learned it from him. Yeah. He's a terrible driver. John, like, I'm actually surprised you and I are still friends and John and I are married because I look back, like, when I ride with my sister now, I think, is this what I used to do? I don't feel safe. Yeah. Yeah. The hell? Why are we up this guy's ass? So John used to always tell me, oh, you should try to touch his bumper. That used to be his thing. Try (sighs) to touch his bumper because I would be like right there. Yeah. And I had no reason. I wasn't racing around. This is how you did it. This is the way way I did it. I remember being in a car with you. It was like very calm intensity oh yeah the no, I felt situation very was intense but you weren't yeah. intense it's just how you did it no no yeah it was and you like had like I, a I jeep a, you had like a big yeah. car you had like yeah, a, i did you know yeah 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 hmm. anyway but i'm with you on the sh- on the asshole drivers i don't like it yeah um my rant this week is sore muscles uh um, it's been i mean it's, they, i gotta love hate because sometimes you get sore muscles and you're like ah, i'm working it like it yeah. feels good and then cool. sometimes you get them and you're like but this is actually stopping me from living like my normal life, you yeah, know? This is so ouch. I did. Yeah. Owie, owie. They're not the worst uh, sore muscles I've ever had, but I didn't do a workout today because they are so sore. I did leg day yesterday. And, you know, I'm a fitness person. Like, I work out pretty regularly. And I do, I don't really like being sore, especially in my legs. Like if my arms are sore or something, or my abs or my butt, like I love those areas. Like, oh yeah, yeah. I worked those good. But nice. legs, Ugh. I mean, it's inhibiting. It's, it's true. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a painful situation and I'm living in it. I'm right in the oh. middle of it. Smack Oof. dab. Oof. Uh, rave? Rave. Oh, this is, um, a shout out to our most loyal listeners. Um, I really just felt like, so I was going through preparing our two sips for last episode and it's incredible. These people that I feel like I know because mm-hmm. they like, and I know a lot of you have been listening for a long time and maybe we haven't interacted over Instagram or over email, but like, I really appreciate you all being here for as long as you have. And if you're new, like welcome, we love having you here too. But like there are some people who the interaction has been since the beginning. And it's just been really cool because like knowing people's names over Insta and like having that communication and dialogue. And like there's people who will who will email like pretty regularly, whether it's like mm-hmm. ideas for segments or two sips things. And like I just want to tell you all I love it. Aww. I just love it. And I love all of you. I love our listeners so much. And I'm honored that you choose to spend your time here with us. You are my rave this week. Yeah. And the other other thing is they've grown with us because we've changed. We didn't have kids when we first started, like way back when we first started, you know, the YouTube show. Um, and there are some people that write and they're like, I've been back sin- with you guys since the yeah. donut tasting days. Um, I have certainly changed a lot. Uh, and there is something to be said for people that stick around at, and like, you know, yeah. stick with you. Definitely. Love you guys. Um, my rave is just Christmas trees. Yeah, we yeah. Put up our Christmas tree. And well, the truth is, guys, we're pre-recording this. Christmas trees were supposed to go up today and they are not up yet. But by the time you guys are listening to this, they will be. And I'm just in anticipation. I remember when you first put those Christmas trees up and just like your house feels magical, Mm -hmm. I feel like. And then by the time uh, I was, I'm like, should I put them up this early? Because am I going to be sick of them by the time January 1st comes around? Like, okay, I'm over the clutter. And that did happen last year, but it, but it was worth it. I think it was worth yeah, having the early buzz of the Christmas trees, just the twinkling lights. I had five in my house last year. It's the most I've ever done. I probably would do six this year. Just, like some of them are little baby yeah, ones. Like baby one was ones, in yeah. Rev's, you know, the little tiny guys. Um, I just want them everywhere. I just think they are just like this. I don't know. My heart feels happy with the yeah. trees, the Christmas mm. trees, you know, mm. that's mm. it. That's I do know. Yeah. Hey guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, tap the old five star and leave us a love note, would you, in the reviews? Would love that. Tell a friend. Spread the word. 
We love you. Join us on Patreon. Oh, yeah. On Fridays, we drop episodes over on Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash you can sip with us. You got to hang out with us over there, too. We love you. Yeah, your head is in front of your pampas grass in a way oh, that makes it look yeah. like a fa- uh, one of those European fascinators. You know, yeah, they that wear I'm wearing a little like feather. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's beautiful. Awesome. I have a little uh, yeah pampas grass coming out of my head. We should wear pampas grass uh, hats for just the holiday season. Just with the shits and gigs. Feels good. (laughs) (laughs) You can sit with us always. Always. We will see you you next next Tuesday. Tuesday. Bye. Bye. What more you can sit with us? How about another round of your favorite podcast? We same 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 same. Join us for another round over on Patreon. That's where we give you the down and dirty. We get raw and real. We raw dog it over there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Every Friday, at least, we drop Friday episodes over on Patreon and additional content. It's all ad free. You can sign up. Go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash you can sip with us or download the Patreon app and search. You can sit with us, become a patron, five bucks, guys. It's five bucks a month. I mean, just give up your latte one day. One day mm-hmm. out of 30 days, boom, paid for. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Totes, kibbutz. Do it. We'll see you over there. KCO. Every Friday, love guys. Love you. Bye. You're our crew. Bye.